0: to another episode of Access-Ability. It's a show on YouTube where I talk about the video game industry, accessibility, and representation. Basically, how can we help more people to play games, and more people to see themselves in the games they play. Alongside the imminent release of the PlayStation 5, this week is going to see the release of Spider- man Miles Morales, which is a standalone sequel to 2018's Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. This game uses the same open world map, but it fills it with new characters, new stories, new quests, um, it's a short sequel game, it's a good 10-12 to 12 hours long, and it's a really good game, I've been really enjoying it in my time reviewing it. Thank you very much to Sony for the review unit of the PlayStation 5 and the game. Back in June of 2020, we did an episode of Access Ability, all about another first party Sony exclusive, The Last of Us 2. No matter what you think about The Last of Us 2 as a video game, it set a brand new benchmark for what accessibility in AAA games can be, on a software level. There were presets for motor disabilities, visual disabilities, hearing disabilities, you could play the entire game with no visual input, with just audio and vibrations, and that's wonderful, and I really love that. Since then, I have been watching Sony's first party releases really carefully, hoping for this to be a trend. I have been really hoping that Sony's first party studios would look at the praise that The Last of Us 2 got for its accessibility settings and go, we should try and do some of that ourselves, and that's why we're going to talk about Spider-Man Miles Morales today. I don't think it's quite up to that benchmark that The Last of Us 2 set, but it's heading that way, it trends in that direction really well, and I think that it deserves comparison. It's a very good attempt at trying to do something very similar, which is so good to see. So, in today's episode of Access-Ability, we're going to be looking at Spider-Man Miles Morales and everything it does to try and help make the game more accessible to disabled players. Firstly, let's start with the gameplay specific accessibility settings. In Spider-Man, Miles Morales, players who struggle to react quickly to quick time event prompts, can set them to complete automatically. Players who have difficulty tapping buttons quickly can also switch those prompts to instead be buttonholes. Players with difficulty pressing buttons in quick succession can make it so that three webs fire at once with a single button press, making combat and puzzles easier to execute. And aiming in game can be switched to a toggle, to avoid players having to hold down a button for long periods of time. Similarly, swinging and parkour traversal can be switched to a toggle to prevent having to hold a button down, as can Venom Mode, an electricity based special attack setting, and doing tricks while swinging around. Players can slow down enemies in chase sequences to make them easier to catch up to with chase assist, automatically capturing the target once in range. Players can also change the sensitivity of curses in game menus, increase the amount of auto aim the game features as default, and increase the window of time in which players can safely dodge enemy attacks. Additionally, the game contains a setting where players can get hints for puzzles, highlighting interactive objects and giving verbal cues as to what to do, much in the vein of Spider-Man PS4's hint and puzzle skipping systems. While most of the settings that we've talked about so far in this video are evolutions of settings that we saw in the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man game, the settings we're about to talk about are the ones that are a little more unexpected, the ones that feel a little more The Last of Us 2 in nature, the ones that feel like some real thought and effort went into them, and the ones that make me hopeful that this is a positive trend that we're seeing. In the controller settings for Miles Morales, The expected settings exist for changing vibration intensity, turning vibration off entirely, or turning off adaptive trigger settings for the game. What I didn't expect was for the game to feature a dedicated vibration setting, labelled for accessibility. This setting adds additional vibrations that help with things like navigating menus, and presenting previously audio visual prompts. A great example, when in combat, players are usually given an audio cue and a visual cue before an enemy attacks. For players who struggle with hearing or vision, this new vibration mode has a specific type of vibration to tell players when to perform a dodge. The DualSense controller's ability to create wildly distinct types of vibration, from specific points in the controller, is really awesome from an accessibility perspective in this regard, as the dodge vibration feels distinct from other vibrations taking place in combat. While Miles Morales lacks the comprehensive disability focused presets of The Last of Us 2, the game's accessibility menu does feature a specific subsection titled Visual Aids, designed to help players with limited vision play the game more easily. Players can set the camera to automatically point them towards objective waypoints when scanning rooms, have the camera automatically follow miles while he's swinging, set the camera to move around less while swinging, turn off parallax effects in menus, increase the size of in game waypoint markers and prompts, place backgrounds behind hard elements to make them better contrasted, and change the colour of emphasised text. Then we've got the contrast options, which are in many ways similar to the high contrast mode settings in The Last of Us 2. Players can select different colours to shade the hero, any ally characters, basic enemies, and bosses, to make it easier at a glance to tell what's happening in high action combat sequences. Players can also set their visual indicator for Spider Sense, to appear in a more high contrast colour and style. Lastly, Spider- man Miles Morales features at one point in its story a character who communicates using American Sign Language. For players who cannot easily read on screen subtitles, the game has an option to read her dialogue to the player out loud. The accessibility settings on show in Spider- man Miles Morales are a really positive step forward from the PS4 Spider-Man, and hopefully a really good sign that Sony's first party studios are taking notice of what The Last of Us 2 did, and trying to move in that direction themselves. It's a really good sign that Sony is taking this seriously, and that The Last of Us 2 was not a one off fluke for the console manufacturer. I said this back in June, but my biggest hope for Sony going into this new console generation is that they will take the lessons learned by The Last of Us 2, and encourage their first party studios to learn from that, to try and make those same kinds of improvements, and Spider-Man Miles Morales feels like a great example of that done right, it feels like a studio looking at what got praise and going, yeah, we can do that too, why can't our first party game also be accessible in that same way, and that's such a reassuring sign at the launch of a console. I really hope that this is the beginning of a trend from Sony, because if every game got this level of accessibility improvement we'd be a huge way along the way to improving the accessibility of games as a whole, so Sony, keep it up, this is a really good start to the generation.